Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. Normally we do two of these a week. However, it is October. It is the October Thon. It is Halloween. It's the time to be spooky. Therefore, we are doing a bunch of extra episodes. Uh, we're, we're firing them out. Rapid pace. And last week we did Slumber Party Massacre. which was a, right. Which was a first time watch for Tim. Not for me, I'd seen it before. <laughs> However, this is exciting. Because this episode is going to be Slumber Party Massacre 2, which neither of us had ever seen before. Mm-mm. So I this is I was excited for this. I was, <laughs> you know, like, what's this going to be? And here we are. We're, we're going to talk about <laughs> I'll start spoiler-free, and we will give you a warning before we go into spoilers uh, somewhere in the middle, depending on how much we can talk about without them. Uh, and, yeah. So, although mailed spoilers for the first movie, because it does follow on, there's a couple of things that follow on from it uh, which I was not expecting, that had actually been my first thought is that I, I thought it would just be a random new set of characters that had no, no connection to the first movie but sure enough, the little sister who was about 12 in the first film of one of the main girls is now about 17, 18 herself and it's her and her friends that are going to be the, the group for this one and they're in a band together it's an old girl band, they play songs they practice in the garage and they, they do all this stuff and they, one of their dads has bought a new condo, so they go there for the weekend, which is the, the slumber party, the titular slumber party. But in this one, they actually invite the boys, as opposed to the boys just kind of sneaking in. And uh, they're all there. Unfortunately, the main girl, you know, the little sister from the first one, Courtney, she's having visions and like nightmares of this mysterious killer who instead of a regular drill for a weapon, he has a big, ridiculous electric guitar that's got all this extra stuff in the body. It's this really weird body shape. It's got all these spikes on it. And he's got a big drill at the end. Like The neck of the guitar goes into a big drill at the end. And he's like, you know, he's, he's in her dreams. He's haunting her. Uh, but is he real? Is he coming to get them on their sleepaway? Oh, it's not sleepaway, sorry. That's a different franchise. <laughs> on their slumber party. Who can say? Maybe once we get to spoilers, we can talk about it. Hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I'll ask the question. Tim, yeah. did you enjoy mm. Slumber Party Massacre 2? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say yes and no. Uh, it's um, it's definitely crazy, a lot crazier than the first one. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're both, you know, fans of, you know, movies that sometimes are bad or cheesy or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Oh yeah, it's definitely not a good movie. Uh, but yeah, I definitely would be lying if I said there weren't many a time where I laughed at the ridiculousness of it. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't reach the heights of like other, you know, so bad it's good kind of movies. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a fun cheesy movie, but it's not like the best example of that kind of movie I've seen. Tim, Tim, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not understand the the masterpiece that is Slumber Party Massacre Two? <laughs> it is it is a gem. It is it is a diamond in the rough. It is. I will never forget this film. It is. It has touched my soul in some of the <laughs> deepest ways imaginable. It is. Oh boy, it's so it's <laughs> it's spectacular. Now I'm being a bit facetious. No, I liked it quite a bit. I I had a lot of fun. It's funny. I actually would probably end up saying I liked it about as much as the first one. Although I like them both for completely different reasons. Yeah, 
which is really yeah. weird. I think the, f- <laughs> the first one has better kills. It's, be- it's a better horror movie. In a bad way, but it's a better horror movie. I had more fun in that sense. Whereas this one, it's the, it's the actual slumber party. It's the characters being goofy. It's the over-the-top kind of attitude. Like, whenever the mm-hmm. killer actually appears, there's like a guitar lick in the soundtrack. It's like, meow, 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 <laughs> like every time oh, he appears. There's full-on musical numbers. Oh, there from, is, yes. <laughs> from the the girls themselves as well as the killer. The, the, yeah, the, the killer is like this sort of grease ball kind of leather jacket. He thinks he's, you know, rock and roll. In fact, he yells, that's rock and roll, baby, before he kills people. <laughs> that's what he does. Uh, and he's, by the way, he's credited as the driller killer. Just, yeah, uh, I noticed that. For, for the, um, oh, I also want to put another bit of trivia. There was two policemen in this, this movie who, by the way, were terrible actors. They were atrocious. Oh, awful. Um, yeah. Not that the acting from everyone else was spectacular, but they, they all kind of fit into that cheesy 80s movie in their acting. They were, yeah, the girls were like more charming. Yeah, I, they, were, I they, were, they were cheesy, like the, 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 the drummer from the band. I, I don't remember the names, <laughs> but I remember the instruments they played. Yeah. The drummer from the band is like the really ditzy one. Like sometimes she had that, that California twang just a little too strong. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Like, you know, it was kind of like that. Um, but, like, these two police officers, like, the way they spoke to each other, the way they treated them when they came out and it turned out to be a false <laughs> alarm, and the way they're like, hey, the guy's holding our table at Denny's, let's go back. And, like, they, they were... I loved the scene, but it's because they were so bad. But did you notice their names? I, I did not know. Officer Kruger and Officer oh. Voorhees... Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I remembered hearing Kruger in the movie. It was, you know, I noticed this properly in the credits, but in the in the movie, I noticed Kruger, but I didn't think anything of it because Kruger's still a normal name. Like people, yeah. people are called Kruger. Diane Kruger is a name. Um, mm. But when I got to the credits and they came up like side by side, Officer Kruger, <laughs> Officer Voorhees, and I went, "Oh, I see what you did there." <laughs> Who's the captain? Um. Captain Myers. Like, <laughs> Uh, uh, Captain up. Leprechaun. Um, no, don't you dare! Don't you dare! Don't you dare put them in the same league as that green little shit. You, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, right? Over the course of October, we've been doing a top one hundred horror movies. We both assembled a top one hundred films, and we split it into four because it took quite a long time. We did the first twenty-five already. It's already up. You can check it out. Uh, numbers one hundred through seventy-six, and Tim actually put the first Leprechaun movie on his top 100 horror films. It shouldn't even be on the top 1,000 horror films. As I explained, I have nostalgia for it because it's the first horror movie I've ever seen. And I don't know, maybe you don't care about those kind of things, but loyalty is something that I appreciate it. You know, Uh, so... Hey, I mean, maybe it's easy for you to forget the people that... It's not my you know, fault you up. had a traumatic childhood, Tim. It's not my fault. <laughs> no, it is your fault I'm having a dramatic adulthood. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, want, I want to actually quote the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, here. Because in the, in the first episode, in Welcome to the Hellmouth, uh, Cordelia has a line when Buffy like almost attacks her by accident, where she says, God, what is your childhood trauma? <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking right now. That's what I'm thinking of Tim for yeah. loving Leprechaun so much. But anyway, yeah. so so the the girls they're in a band. They go to the, the this house and they 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 have this slumber party where they get drunk. One of them gets naked for zero reasons, and they have a no, pillow fight. <laughs> and it, but it's 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 glorious. Do you know what it almost felt like? Have you ever seen like a Night Trap, the video game? 
Uh, I've like seen bits and pieces of it. I actually was tempted to get it. I think it's on PS4 now. It is. They did uh, a remastered <laughs> version of it. It's, uh, uh, it's. I actually watched some people play it, and you know, seen seen a fair chunk of what the story was. It goes in places I don't think you're expecting. Okay, I, 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 I might have to. Uh, right out there. Buy that some at some point, but right uh, I, I know what you're uh, talking about, though. Yeah, it has that kind of cheap. It's just, but it like the actual slumber party. So that this pillow fight, <laughs> it goes into slow motion as this cheesy music is playing. One of them's topless because they spilled something on the top, and they just oh, we're in the mood. And she, t- another one gets her shirt off but keeps the bra on, and the others are just sort of like they're all jumping up and down and hitting each other with pillows. One of them even like takes out the pillow feathers and sprinkles <laughs> it over them in slow motion, and it rains down on them as they're fighting. Of course, the boyfriends have arrived outside and they're watching this through the window, and they think they're in heaven because they've stumbled. Like I think no girls actually did this. Yeah, they actually comment on it yeah. like. I didn't think this happened in real life. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I uh, love it. It is so, it is so like, it is it, so not ashamed of what it is. It is yeah. glorious. So I, I think here's my problem. And, okay. uh, and you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. Um, what I, cause I was a little lukewarm on the first one and I have somewhat kind of similar feelings on this one, uh, but I, I think what I really want is a combination of these two movies because, <laughs> like, I love the crazy wackiness of this. Like, they basically turned up all the slumber party aspects, which were great. They're super fun, super cheesy, very funny. Uh, but then I feel like, yeah, we were missing, like, the good kills and stuff. We were, we were. The kills were a lot more basic. They weren't as inventive. They, they didn't have those like creepy little moments where he's like sneaking up behind them and stuff. Uh, that yeah, is very so, true. That, that, that's where I'd say it was like why, why it's kind of equal, but for different reasons. Had, had yeah. I had that as well, I'd have been like, this would have been like you know next level yeah. stuff. Like, but it's yeah, it's still a good fun movie. But oh, man, if there was just a way to combine like the first two movies, I think you could have like a really really cool memorable. I, Movie, I, I love but... the, uh, the, the one of the main boyfriends, TJ. He's like, in a, in a really bad way, he's awful, right? But <laughs> yeah. he's like awful in a really funny way where he's got this really bad, annoying laugh where he, he he's constantly <laughs> pulling pranks in people and being awful and he's going, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, oh, um, he's he's cracking me up. Something awful. What I love is whenever the girls band is playing or when they're doing like synchronized dancing Mm -hmm. Uh, because before the pillow fight they have like they just start playing music and start dancing to it but it is such a like crazy choreographed like oh this isn't just people like getting up and dancing this is like them doing a number but well what i like about because i I don't typically like musicals because i I don't Mm -hmm. really like that kind of thing this, this is in this really weird middle section, but it still feels cheap and simple enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, it is choreographed. Yeah. They've planned this, right? But I kind of get the impression that this is something these oh, girls it, have danced to before. It's not like... Oh, yeah, they're not, yeah. like, doing backflips or anything over the top. <laughs> but what... I don't know if you noticed, but anytime they would do that or when they're playing their instruments, like, if just look at their face and they have the most lifeless, like, <laughs> look on their faces, like... Like I, I think maybe they're like trying so hard to remember like the dance moves or how to play or 
you know, if they're not really playing the instruments, how to look like they're playing or something. Because they just have this really weird vacant looks on them whenever they're doing that, and that was like hilarious. Especially because their band, it's kind of you know, it's like a a rock kind of band, um, but they're the way they're doing it, they're just kind of like slightly moving from side to side. It like doesn't match the music at all. No, no, it doesn't. It also has that effect where it doesn't sound like it's been performed in the scene at all. It just sounds like it's been Not pre-recorded no. and it's playing over the top of it. It always feels like that. Uh, and uh, I gotta say, I was very shocked uh, to see the the main character was played by Crystal Bernard, who I knew as Helen on Wings, uh, a show that I watched growing up. Uh, never, never seen it. Uh, one, I checked just before we actually started because I, I didn't think it was the same girl, the same actress that played the little sister in the last one, and I don't really blame them. But that said, though, the the time difference—it's like five years of a difference. It's actually perfect. Like they could have used the same actress, but for whatever reason, the, yeah. they went for someone new. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even like realize at first it, that they were supposed to be the same person until I think they mentioned it a little later on. Uh, well, it's pretty quick, but they mentioned that her big sister after because you see all these like flashbacks on the opening titles to the the first movie. And we find out Which her is sister. Like her... Yeah. Yeah, the, the, it's like flashing back to her sister in the mental hospital. Or... Yeah, and her sister. Yeah. yeah, we find out her sister went to a mental hospital because she hasn't been able to cope with everything went on. But we know that she was still involved. She was still around for the killing. She was hiding and everything from the killer in the first one. So basically, the movie is she's worried she's going crazy, uh, and she keeps imagining all this crazy stuff happening. And then, like you know, well, well, a, well, a killer actually eventually show up, and you know it's called Summer Party Massacre, so you'd, you'd kind of expect at some point there's going to be a killer showing up. Uh, but, it it uh, kind of makes the ending of the first movie a bummer because it's kind of like, oh, happy ending, the you know girl survives or whatever, and then this you find out, oh, but she's in a mental asylum, she went crazy. It, it's kind of that typical thing that some slasher sequels do to try and justify having a sequel. They have to like get rid of or kill off or. Give a they negative can't just twist. have a normal life after, yeah. like. <laughs> but hey, especially since we thought Valerie was probably the most interesting character in the first one, and now she's in a mental hospital, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> now you said you wanted a fusion between these two. Who knows? Maybe the third movie it will be that fusion. I'm excited to check it out. <laughs> it could be. It could be the the ultimate slumber party massacres, you know, part three. Uh, this time on Earth, everyone will hear you scream. Uh, so. Uh, well, I'll give it a spoiler warning so we can just get more specific yeah. and talk about talk about moments and stuff. So they go to the house to find a blow up doll. Apparently, like the <laughs> the bass slash singer's uh, brother uh, was brother. using the house, and he he was using a blow up doll. So that that's like around for a lot of the movie. Um, so I like that he just like leaves the blow up doll in his bed as if it was like a real person. Like mm. like if you if you had one of those, like wouldn't you? I don't know, shove it under the bed or put it in a closet or or something like. I know he like just had it sprawled out like it was a teddy bear or something. No shame, Tim. No shame. No, I'm not me. I'm t- same for him. <laughs> Obviously. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, shut up. Uh, so, uh, so she starts imagining stuff. The, the lead character Courtney, who's who's the uh, one of the guitarists, by the way, just just again to sort of link them to their instruments, and then her best friend, the one she's closest to, is the other guitarist. Uh, Who's the only one who honestly looked like she belonged in the band? Because she had like a sort of thin tie on, so it kind of had like a sort of, you know, kind of rocky, punky look to it. Mm. Uh, everyone else, like, the drummer looked like she did not belong in a band like that at all. She looked like the, you know, the well, your, your dumb blonde, it girl kind of... Well, I, I think uh, the way they counteracted that was by always having her drum something with her drumsticks, like, in every scene. <laughs> 
Oh, so you're saying it was convincing that she was a, dr- she was a drummer because she was constantly drumming things. So that's what you're saying. Yeah, like she's in the car, she starts like drumming the backseat, and <laughs> I don't know. There was times when she they were actually performing the songs, and it felt like she never touched a drumstick before in her life. The way she was hitting the drums. Yeah, uh, again, that goes back to like they just have the weirdest like. It was just kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is how you play instruments, right? Yeah, and the audio version got none of my uh, acting there. I do apologise, but I was I was imitating the movements. Uh, yeah, so you get that, you get that. But So some of the weird things she starts... She start, obviously, she has these nightmares of this killer, this, this, you know, sunglasses, leather jacket. He's got this guitar. He's kind of sleazy and creepy. And he's a talker. It's it's kind of a weird thing. It's, it's I feel like this movie's killer is kind of like... It's kind of like the the Freddy Krueger version of a standard <laughs> serial killer, if that makes sense. Where he does talk yeah. and he does like constantly kind of, uh, and it, it does actually feel kind of nightmare like uh, whenever he's in one of these dreams. So she starts imagining stuff. She imagines that a chicken jumps out of the fridge and attacks her at one point. <laughs> she imagines that there's a hand in her burger instead of a burger, mm-hmm. right? Uh, she imagines that her friend gets this giant water in her face and then it bursts on her. It's, it's actually a good makeup effect, this, actually. It's really yeah. disgusting. Like, all this yellow fluid starts like flying at her. Uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty icky. Uh, she also imagines the, the bath is full of blood, but that's whatever. That's typical. Standard. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, actually. I, most of the like uh, kills or gores or scares or whatever seem to come from like you know, dreams or something she has, or these kind of weird well, like, visions. This this is where I, I was starting to think. Like as the movie was going along, I'm like, you know, this really all seems like it's in our head. And I really yeah. started to think where this movie was going is that she was going to be the killer. Like I thought she mm-hmm. was going to go crazy and crazy, and then eventually she was going to be the one who started killing people. But in her head, it was this guy with the the guitar drill, right? Yeah. Um. But then later on in the movie, this guitar guy just shows up and starts actually <laughs> killing people. She kill, yeah. He kills her boy, her boyfriend. Who's you know? We start the movie. She has dreams of this boyfriend that she's not technically mm-hmm. dating yet. Like topless, oh, yeah. smelling at her. This <laughs> like cheesy, jogging. yeah, slow motion, slow motion again, <laughs> shameless. And of course, they ask each other out, and so the they give most... something for the for this movie has you know it, not just topless women but topless men as well. It's a well, very equal movie. <laughs> very, very true uh, and they also they ask each other oh, actually our friend the other guitarist asks, asks them out for her in the most awkward way when they're both at a traffic light having this long <laughs> conversation because traffic lights you know they last long enough to have this long conversation of course they do there's like one traffic light here in LA that I got stuck behind before that I swear took like five minutes to change <laughs> it was like it. it was unbearable it was like late at night and i needed to take a left so like i couldn't go and i was just waiting i was like i swear this is taking forever yeah it, i think it's because it's time for when it's really busy so it makes more sense to yeah. let a lot of cars through but yeah obviously yeah it gets to like you know two in the morning it's like it's dead there's no one here let me let me go you <laughs> asshole uh but like yeah this was like broad daylight like there's no way this should be like you know it wasn't like a busy street really you know it was a quiet yeah. neighborhood there's no way this light should be taking this long this is a stupid mm-hmm. small complaint of course but uh no nah. so the characters are all fun and goofy stuff so the, so the driller killer guy shows up 
And okay. ver- very quickly, I want to point out that I was kind of noticing that I'm like, this is going to turn out to be a dream or a nightmare because mm-hmm. he kept teleporting. And I know slasher villains have this whole thing where we, we joke that they teleport a lot because like Michael Myers will only walk, but he'll still get there and stuff. But this guy, it really feels like, you know, they've just left him, then they'll turn around a corner and he'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> and it started to feel more and more like that. So, I, you know, I was starting to get, okay, this is going to turn out to be a nightmare. It's going to be all in our head. It's going to be mm-hmm. okay kind of moment. Uh, at the end, uh, mm. or she's going to turn it to already be in the uh, mental hospital, which is actually kind of what the, mm-hmm. the ending was. But hey, now, hold. here's my question. Yes. Uh, so, I've I've been working a lot of overtime lately, and <clears throat> I've I've been very busy in my personal life, so I, I've been a little more tired than usual. Where's this going? Right. So on. I. So well, my question is, I, for the life of me. I, I'm trying to figure out if I missed something in this movie. Like, did I nod off for like two minutes when they explained who the hell this guy is, where he came from, how he got these powers? Like, did did I miss something, or did they literally just never explain that? Oh, so it's all it's all a nightmare. It's not, it doesn't exist. But the people did end up dying, though. No, and, and she lights she... them on fire at the end, right? Oh yeah, but then she wakes up. But who'd she light on fire then if he was... Oh, you're saying that that was part of the dream too? Yeah, because she wakes up next to her boyfriend and then the boyfriend turns into him again and then she, it flashes to her in the mental asylum. So I think... Now, I don't think the movie actually wants us to really think about this too hard, to be honest. But I think yeah. it was all in her head, but then because she couldn't get rid of him in her head, she ended up going to the mental hospital like her sister. I think that's what the ending was. <laughs> and then you get that drill that... I, don't know, I guess she could still be asleep or something. Yeah, I, I still think she's, she's still crazy in the mental hospital. I think that's the point, is that she's haunted by this driller killer because she keeps having these flashbacks to the first movie. Like that's the... So does that mean literally the entire movie was a dream? I don't think the entire or movie was. Or at some point, is there, a, is there a breaking point, like when they're in the cabin or something? Like, I, I think the friends do go to the house. And then was... I... <laughs> was... All right, have, wait... Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> okay. Did she have a psychotic break once she went to the slumber party? Because that's what like she hasn't been to a slumber party since the first slumber party massacre. So going to this new one like triggered a, a mental collapse. Mm, I, I can I can buy it. I can buy it. <laughs> but at some point she went to sleep. Right, and... Yeah, I was just I. I guess what I kind of assumed is that yeah, for most of the movies, she's having these dreams and these visions uh, where this guy's attacking her and whatnot. But then I kind of figured once you start seeing like the other people in the house get killed, then it's happening in real life, and then it kind of just ends with you know her laying him on fire, thinking she's one, but then waking up for that kind of last it, you know horror reveal. Yeah, yeah, it, it felt like. It was real when it was happening. Like the, the, the people start dying, they all start sort of running around, and they try and get away in the car. He's in the back seat. He, you know, he gets the other girl. He he chases them to the neighbor's house and like kills them right outside the door. And like the guys just let lying there okay. dead next to the door and stuff. <laughs> but then after everything goes down, uh, he, he she wakes up and then she thinks her boyfriend's there and then it turns into him and then she wakes up again in the in the insane asylum. So <laughs> you know, like I, I think the yeah. idea is that. 
no one actually died per se, or maybe they did. Maybe she did kill them, like I thought. I thought was happening, but okay. I, I think she wakes up. She realizes it's all a nightmare, but he's still there. She's not getting rid of him in her head yet, and that's okay. why she's at the insane asylum. Admittedly, though, I don't think this movie actually cares that much about this. I don't yeah, think it's I... <laughs> like I don't think it wants us to actually figure it out too much. But if I'm going to analyze it and say this is what the ending is, okay, the actual kills were not real. She was just in her bed sleeping for the last chunk of the movie. And okay. but, but she can't get rid of this insane idea, so she's went to the, the hospital as a result. Okay, that that's why I was like really trying to wrap my head around like, is now, there something it, I missed? Or if you're asking why is she specifically imagining this killer, I cannot tell you that. All I can, all I can give you is the guy in the first movie used a drill. She is now a guitarist. This has fused those things together to create this character. Who at one point, yes does have like a sort of dance number where he, he <laughs> plays some music downstairs while she, they're hiding upstairs and he just starts yeah. dancing around the room and like singing along with the song and smacking the drums yeah. and I I think what gets me is I love the craziness of this character but I would have liked at least even if it's one dumb sentence of being like you know Oh, like you know, I was resurrected, or you know, like I was resurrected by the power of rock, or like I'm possessing your boyfriend, or, or something. Like even just some dumb throwaway thing to at least give it some type of reasoning. Uh, I don't know. It feels like, I guess, a little lazy to not even have some small thing to uh, attempt an explanation. And and I understand, obviously, like you said, the filmmakers probably aren't too concerned. Reasons? Uh, you wanted reasons? <laughs> Are you mad? I hey, I'm not asking for good reasons. Just a <laughs> just a reason. Just give me something. Uh, so eventually, everyone dies, but her and her best friend, and they run down the street. The guys chase. There's some cool stuff with his shadow as, he, as they're get, getting chased down the street and stuff. Uh, I, I actually like the shots of them running down away away from the house, and they go into this unfinished house, this work site. And I do have to pick apart. There's a moment here. Where he's sneaking up behind them, and the fr- the best friend, uh, what's her name? She's uh, oh god, I want to say Amy, but I really have no idea. Uh, but she she's like she they're going through like, between these two beams in the house that's unfinished, and mm. she's pretending like it's hard to get through, like she's getting stuck. But this thing is practically a door. It <laughs> like I don't know why she's struggling, but she's pretending <laughs> as if she's stuck. And the killer runs up behind her and like slashes the drill across her back, and I'm like. Why? Why? Like, I mean, it's a small moment. It's just a, such a small thing, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't look like that he's. She's actually should be struggling. It looks like no. I could gain a hundred pounds and still fit through that gap. <laughs> that 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 skinny woman should not have a problem. That, that's a, no, 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 no. That's all I'm saying. So you're saying she needs to mind the gap, essentially. Sure. 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 Uh, I also, I also, I, I love. Uh, I actually love how this ends because the the friends like high, ends up hanging off the ledge, and she actually looks like she sort of rolls off intentionally. Again, it's one of these goofy things where the action just doesn't look quite right. But they're up at the top of this new sort of like I guess it's an apartment building because it's quite high, and they go up to this top bit, and she ends up hanging off the edge, and you know. Courtney's holding on to her. She's trying to hold her up, and then the, the driller killer comes up and like, swipes his drill across, and she has to let go. And we just see her fall to her death and die. Uh, and that's pretty fun. But then she ends up setting the killer on fire, and he dives off the roof on flames. 
And she, I'm pretty sure she cracks a one-liner before she sets him on fire as well. Yeah, she says something. I can't remember what it was, but it. I, I feel like it was something that was seemed like the way they said it was. It was supposed to have a really big impact, but it was just kind of one of those things like, yeah, it's good oh, you. that's that's your line. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, and uh, he's pretty much just like standing there, allowing himself to be lit on fire. Pretty much, but I, I do love how much he sneaky walks into the room with his, his drill and he's like, yeah, we're going to rock and roll, baby, yeah. before he like kills him. Like, oh, it's it, it's good. He's he's all he's so energetic. Like, so many killers are quiet, and I do love a like <laughs> this guy would never be scary. He's too cartoony for that. But for entertainment, <laughs> he was working for me. <laughs> like I was. Getting, oh, oh, without a doubt, yeah. I like was, I, oh. if anything, I wish I would would have had a little more of him. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, of course, the MVP might be the awful character of TJ and his awful laugh. For example, <laughs> at one point, after the night of drinking, Courtney has a what she thinks, what everyone thinks is a hangover, but it's actually her like you know nightmares and crazy stuff in her head. Uh, TJ says, "Oh, I've got a good cure for a, a, a headache," uh, and they're out by the pool, and he pushes her into the pool, uh, and she's like down there for ages, and she's not coming back up. So, so the other guy has to jump in and like you know pull her back out, mm. and they're all looking over, making sure she's okay as she's lying next to the pillow. You know, it's that shot looking up as you know POV, and all the heads are over the top of her looking at her. And TJ just peeks his head in from the side and goes, "Yeah, uh, sorry about that. How's your headache?" <laughs> 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 Does his little laugh? Because actually, they find a dirty book like uh, they think either her mother or whatever you know, whoever owns the house was reading this really like dirty novel and he's sitting next to his girlfriend who's the bassist and he's just like and his loins thrust against hers and he's actually <laughs> penetrated and then he looks up and goes are you in the mood yet not quite yet and then he read like an, he reads like another like two sentences and then looks up and goes how about now and then she kisses him and it's like okay that was enough that was, you know tj knows his stuff uh, he's a moron though that's, that's actually the, <laughs> he's like one of the dumbest movies actually obviously this is always a thing with these movies they don't really look like teenagers but TJ specifically looks like he's about 30 <laughs> uh, it, it looks legitimately far yeah. too old for this but I mean they all look older don't get me wrong they do but uh, him especially he stands out as being quite long in the tooth so oh I like um you know, sometimes, you know, when you have a sequel, the people are like, oh, like, um, you know, let's really beef this up. Let's make it a, a lot longer than the first one. Um, but I, I like this movie. It's like, no, nope, we're going to keep it a, a nice, brisk, uh, what is it, 75 minutes? 75 minutes. That's how long the movie is again. <laughs> and that was about the length of the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's almost, I mean, <laughs> let's compare and contrast. This one is 1 hour 17, so 77 to be accurate. And then the first one, if I can get to that, is 1 hour 70. It's the exact same. I mean, there'll be seconds wow. difference probably, but IMDb's got them both at 77 minutes. That's how long these two movies are. They are short, short movies. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the the first one was a, a Corman movie was it no was, was it i can't remember i i didn't remember noticing it on the first one but i noticed it on, on this one hmm. um Interesting. not he didn't direct it but he uh produced it i believe oh actually remember how we were saying uh, officer kruger and officer Voorhees? Mm -hmm. uh the mother 
uh, character for Courtney is Mrs. Bates. <laughs> well, I didn't realize this movie was so entrenched in the yeah, horror universe. <laughs> also, this one's not a horror character, at least as far as I know. But I just noticed the name. I think this might be the neighbor or something. Like he's a small character, but he's called Mister Damn Kids. <laughs> Mister Damn Kids. That is a that's a name. Actually, I like that. I love a name. Yeah. That'd be funny if they just like cut to him like three or four times throughout the movie, just yelling, "You damn kids!" <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think that's what he says. Though he opens his door and he's like, "Those damn kids!" And then he shuts his. Door. I think that's why they've named him that. <laughs> he didn't have a real name so in the credits they called him Mr. Damn Kids because that's his one line yeah, people wouldn't know uh, who they're talking about otherwise yeah yeah. As, I mean, we mentioned the kills themselves aren't as necessarily fun there's a lot of like, drills going through people and there's a lot of blood spurting about they're just not as inventive as the, the first movie that had a lot more yeah. suspense or build up to the kills whereas this one was a lot more jump out and kill Kind of, the, kind of thing. Yeah, the the drill tar, as I'll call it. The drill tar. Uh, I like that. I like it. <laughs> it uh, it definitely looks cool, but I mean, you can't really do much else that you couldn't have done with a power drill. <laughs> like yeah, it's, exactly, yeah. Yeah. You know, other than you know him playing it during his dance number and stuff. Yeah, that's but. true. He, he played his <laughs> he, he played his murder weapon during a, a music <laughs> sequence. Like, how often can we say mm-hmm. that? So, you know, I'll also shout out for the uh, the old cliche of the perfectly fine car, for some reason, has trouble starting in the middle of the uh, the getaway scene, because of course it does. Um, I, think, I think in my entire life, I've been in a car once that had trouble starting. And, you know, like, it's, it's such a rare thing. And yet, for some reason, in horror movies, all the time. Yeah. It's a self-preservation. The car knows uh, that it's like, hey, I'm not gonna get let this crazy, bewildered person drive me and you know possibly into a tree or get forced off the road or. Surely, surely for self-preservation, it'd want to go though, <laughs> so that it doesn't get attacked by the weapons that the the murderer is wielding. If True. it's a, if it's a sentient being, as you claim, <laughs> then surely that would be the, the well, logical thing to assume. Yeah. Protect my owner at all costs because my owner won't stab me. I would like to see uh, a, a horror movie where they're driving like a Herbie or Knight Rider esque kind of sentient car, but it doesn't do anything. I'm down for that. You know what? I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, and we can call it Grand Prix Massacre. Ooh, or, I like it. <laughs> or, or motor rally massacre, or you know, pick, pick any type of like racing competition, but put the word massacre at the end of it. What about Grand Theft Slaughter? Ah, uh, we're onto something. Yeah, Grand Theft Slaughter. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now, I don't imagine there is because it's only seventy-five minutes. But have we missed anything that we would have liked to uh, talk about before we get to ratings? not really went over all the big parts there is you know the the majority of it is um yeah kind of them hanging out and then yeah the actual like slumber party and stuff and it's all fun um but yeah i can't trying to think of like specific lines it's kind of funny when you watch it but i don't think there's anything that you know stuck out to me yeah there's, there's, there's no lines that are super memorable but there was yeah. a lot of funny lines in the moment. Like I think when you watch it, there's a lot of laugh out loud yeah, kind yeah. of like lines. The cops, especially, I was laughing at their lines. <laughs> it's, I, I, the one I remembered was that oh, they're holding our table at Denny's. Like that's yeah. 
such a stupid line, but there you go. Yeah. Pretty funny. The I like the the very very ending scene. Uh, like looks so fake. I'm assuming that they maybe use like a miniature set or whatever that they just drilled through. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> it looks like really weirdly like sm- like stiff and small. <laughs> I don't know, but I think it's meant to feel kind of distorted because it's it's got this weird perception yeah. thing. It's almost like it's bigger at one end than it is the other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you got that. Uh, I had a blast with this movie though. Like I was, mm. I was into. It. Admittedly, I do think I enjoy the horror elements of the first one more because mm. the kills were real for a start. It wasn't this old nightmare scene. Although this movie, though, it, this movie doesn't pretend that it's not that it is real though. Because immediately once the kills start happening, the way he teleports, the way he kind of pops up, feels very nightmare esque. Like he, you can't really fault it because it kind of feels that way the entire time. It's not trying to trick yeah. you. I don't think. Uh, not really. It's kind of obvious that that's going to be the twist. So you're kind of okay with it. You're here for the ride. You're here to see. You know, you still get to see the kills because it's still happening on the movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, and the characters are so funny and entertaining, uh, even if it's a goofy way. Especially the killer with his his dance number and whatnot, and dancing yeah. towards his victim before he kills him. <laughs> you know, all sorts of things. So that's yeah. good fun. Uh, so I, I guess we should rate Slumber mm-hmm. Ma- Slumber Party Massacre two. <laughs> Out of ten. First of all, do you remember what you gave the first one? Uh, was it like a six? It's probably between five point five and six point five, somewhere in that area. Sounds about right. Okay, so so for this one, um, again, it's something I kind of want to like more because I I love like really dumb cheesy horror movies it's some of the like the most times i've probably laughed uh, haven't really been at comedies but i've been like you know these kind of crazy <laughs> horror movies and I, I think it does that stuff really well but i i just can't get into it enough because the horror elements aren't mm-hmm. really there for me so uh i'm gonna give it a a five because i think it is still really entertaining in a in a bad cheesy way and you know i'd watch it again with friends like it'd be a fun movie to make fun of but yeah, it didn't reach the heights of like other like bad movies where it kind of like transcends like, oh, like this is so bad it's good. Like to to me, it's kind of like this is so bad that it's it's making me laugh, but it's not that upper tier of it's so bad that it's good. If that makes sense, <laughs> not at all. But I'll I'll take it. Uh, I just just actually just another line that cracked me up. Uh, just again showing the some of the goofy lines is a uh, so Courtney's having a breakdown at this point in the movie she really thinks she's starting to like go psychotic and she's telling I'm going through all this stuff to the, the ditzy drummer and the ditzy drummer says I totally get it I'm going through stuff as well I mean I have the biggest zit ever on my face can you oh, yeah. see this can you believe this uh, and that that also that cracked me up uh, My I gave the first one a 7 I, I went a little bit high on it I was like yeah you know what I kind of really like this and this might sound crazy Tim but I think I'm going to go with a 7 for this one as well. Well, I mean, that's fair. There's entertaining parts. Ah, the blast! Like, it's, such yeah. a, it's a goofy movie. Again, it's not a good movie, right? It's yeah. not. 
but I had a fun time with it. I will watch this again. Like th- This will probably end up, assuming the third one is just as fun as the first two, I feel like I'm going to end up having a new triple feature in my hands. <laughs> like, every, every single time I'm in the mood for a goofy 80s slasher movie, I'm going to be like, ah, yeah. let's just watch all the slumber party massacres. This is great. But I, I would definitely watch it again, but for, for me, this is going to be a like a party movie. Like mm. It'll be the kind of thing like I'll, you know, when I have people over that are like, let's watch something we don't really have to pay attention to, but we can kind of check in from time to time and laugh at. Okay, uh, cool. I, I think it's perfect for that. But So yeah. here, here's just some speculation about the third one, which we'll be getting to sometime <laughs> next week because we're going to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the third one, because I thought this one would be a completely new set of characters that were unrelated mm-hmm. to the first one. It, it just so happens to be another drill guy and another slumber party. Do you think the third one will be completely unconnected? Because it was made a few years later. It was made in like 1992. Mm-hmm. Or do you think that once again there'll be like a connection to the old one? I think there will be at best maybe like some throwaway line where someone mentions oh like that crazy girl that Hmm. you know blah 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 or oh that murderer from a long time ago but I don't think it's gonna we're gonna follow like the main characters at this point. That's fair. If I was to make a guess if it is connected I will say that the killer is like the ki- the killer from the first movie's son, who's now grown up and wants to oh. go go on his own rampage. So he's gonna have to let the maybe the I don't know someone related to the, the people that survived before. I I don't know. I'm just it's just a guess. Probably um, not. I, honestly, my best guess is still it's going to be completely unconnected. But I'm gonna I, guess that the killer is someone who the person who lent the killer in the first movie his drill and was driven insane by never getting it back so he goes on a murderous rampage that's that's my guess okay okay that's <laughs> it oh what if the killer's like one of these girls from the first two that they've went Ooh. proper mad and now they're the killer on the third one oh and officer kruger and Borkies <laughs> are on the case <laughs> Joined by Officer Lee Ray uh, oh. as, an, as another partner. <laughs> yeah, and o- Officer Sawyer. I just want to hear the the line of the you know the captain going like Kruger Voorhees, get in here! I can't believe the shit you've been pulling. <laughs> Sorry, Captain Myers. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Alright, so I, I had a good bit of fun. I'm looking forward to the third one. Again, if you like the sound of the title, you'll probably have some fun with this. If you don't, then yeah. you'll hate it. You'll hate it with a passion. It's, it's, it's a goofy movie with goofy characters, bad dialogue, but it has that 80s charm to it, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, uh, that is Slumber Party Massacre 2. Let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below if you've seen it. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Uh, obviously, there's bonuses over there, including being able to vote on a, on a movie selection once a month for streams, as well as the other movie shows we do. Uh, there's a new commentary track tier. The first month is free. You can go check that out just now. Uh, but starting November, they'll be behind the, uh, the, uh, the new tier. But you can check out the first one. It's completely free. Even if you're not a patron, you can just go over and have a look. But uh, that is us. So, of course, it's October. We're going through a lot of episodes a week, so you can expect one very soon. Every Tuesday as well, we're doing a Top 100 video. Uh, we did the first one this past week, and we did uh, numbers 100 through 76. So, obviously, number 75 through 51 will be next Tuesday. And the final part of that is on Halloween itself, because we end on a Tuesday. That's why it's on Tuesdays, because it ends on a Tuesday. <laughs> 
so <laughs> so we end on Halloween. So that that was the idea there. But uh, so you can look forward to that. Um, but yeah, so that's us. So thank you for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Uh, keep watching scary movies, and we will see you next time.